It is National Small Business Week, and in partnership with Comcast Business, we are excited to explore the many ways small businesses can stay connected internally and to their customers. I'm Sawyer Van Horn, and welcome to the Comcast Business Connections to Growth podcast. With me today is Robert Irvine, celebrity chef and restaurateur. We're going to be talking about the ways in which small business owners should connect internal systems and the importance of reliable, high-quality communication technology in the restaurant and hospitality business. Robert, first off, thank you so much for joining us. Well, it's, uh, it's exciting. You know, small business is what uh, makes America great, and uh, the more we can help it, the better it is. So you have been in the hospitality industry uh, for more than 27 years. I would guess, I know, in fact, that technology has, of course, changed a lot over that time. What are some of the ways that it changed for you in the businesses that you were running? Well, I think if you think about the hospitality and restaurant uh, business as a whole, um, it used to be small businesses, mom and pop businesses um, that never really changed. And if I, if I think five years ago, through some of the show, some of the shows I did on Restaurant Impossible, where we're helping small business, there was the, the restaurant owners didn't believe in technology because they were actually scared of it. And yet, if you think about today, the restaurant owners depend on on high-speed internet connections for a lot of things: uh, back of the house operations, inventory control, staying in contact with vendors. And then think about when we go to dine, what do we do as human beings? We have a smartphone, we take pictures, and we try and tell people. Hey, we're having a great time and you're not here. So, you know, we send pictures of food. We send pictures of, of you know, celebrities we meet. All those things, uh, which is really an extension of the brand that drives businesses. And, and I think that's changed dramatically and it will continue to change over the next 10 to 15 years. I remember when I got into the business way, way a long time ago. I won't say how long ago, but, you know, inventory control was done every week. It was done with a pen and paper. We'd order products. Uh, and it would come in and, and we'd do the same thing again a week later. Now it's all done on paperless systems. We know what people are thinking when they're thinking it. Uh, if the stake is cold, we know about it. So it's kind of a double-edged sword technology, but it's one we need to be successful in today's environment. So now, now that we have technology, you're saying running a restaurant is easy. <laughs> uh, it's not easy, but it's a lot easier. You know, but again, I will say that um, we're more in connection with people because, you know, everybody has a smartphone. So what used to be, you know, 2% of our society leaving comment cards or, or writing about an experience in a restaurant or even in a store now is 98% because it's at the tip of our fingertips. We think about running bottom line and, and, uh, and payroll and scheduling and, and food ordering. It's huge. And now technology online that we can actually schedule multiple restaurants and, and scheduling front of the house, back of the house, all done on a computer. You can pick your own shift. If you don't want to work that shift, actually replace it with somebody else without your manager knowing. And, and, and it's amazing to me how we can do that, especially when you're running a, a multi-million dollar industry. And that is amazing. And, and you mentioned just how many responsibilities uh, you can have as a restaurant owner. So of course, I, I, it is not easy. But to try to make it a little bit more digestible for people, or maybe a little less overwhelming when you think about the technology that you might need, what, what kind of connectivity solutions do you recommend to restaurant owners in, in order to make sure that they're best serving their customers and maintaining in-house operations? 
Well, I think number one is, no matter what size of an operation you have, you have to, I won't even go into a restaurant, and, and I speak for a lot of people, I would say 98%, I would not go into a restaurant that does not have Wi-Fi. You know, my business and my world is run because I travel so much, as is other people, uh, is run on my phone. So I get my messages, I get my inventories, I get everything on a daily basis. So for most people, we go onto a, a computer to look at a restaurant or on a smartphone to look for the restaurant we want to eat in that city or that area. So I think Wi-Fi um, is, is huge for the front of the house, but also in the back of the house. When we think about, you know, how do we run the phone system? How do we run the controls of inventory? You know, dead money sitting in the back of a restaurant is not doing you any good. Just-in-time inventory does. So I would say the first thing I would say to anybody that has a restaurant or a hospitality or even a service industry, you need Wi-Fi in front of the house. Why? Because we want to tell people that we're doing something. I, I will repeat this till I go blue in the face. People want to know what you do in today's modern society. Where are you eating? What's the best dish? What's the best price? What, who serves the best drinks? And, and what's the place to be seen? And I liked how you phrased it. You want to make sure people know they're missing out. It's really weird. We live in a society of, you know, hey, um, a fear of missing out. We want to know what is the great place to get a martini if it's, if it's before dinner or what's the best place to go after dinner. And, and that's how we communicate with our friends. Or did you miss out because I saw Robert Irvine or George Clooney at this bar today? Or, you know, and, and it's funny. And we use social media, Robert Irvine team. You know, we have restaurants in, in, uh, in Vegas and in, in the Pentagon. Now think about that. The Pentagon is not open to the public. But it's a meeting place that, that those people, the 38,000 people that use that facility, can actually say, you know what, I'm going to Robert Irvine's at 12 o'clock, I will see you there. It's become second nature to have technology in your business. We also have um, an instant feedback. If you think about, did you have a good time and, and how do we uh, monetize that, that social media or that uh, technology? If we have a good time, it used to be, nobody would know about it, right? 2% of the total uh, number of folks in America would write a bad review online. And now, as I said, it's 98, 99%. If you have a bad time, everybody knows about it. So instead of that one in 10 people knowing about it, it's one in 100 million know that you are literally having a bad time at this restaurant. It's immediate. Within seconds, you press, oh, I had the best steak ever, or I had the worst steak ever, whichever way it goes. Maybe no. then you want to shut down connectivity <laughs> so, so nobody can no, find out. No, no, no. <laughs> well, 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 yeah, like I said, it's a double-edged sword. Uh, I, I tend to think technology has helped my businesses thrive, um, control costs, control um, uh, my scheduling, my, my systems, it's all done on computer. And literally 11 o'clock, no matter where I am in the world, I get a rundown of every business that I, that I run on my phone. The good, the bad, and the indifferent. And to me, having connectivity is the most important as I travel a lot. And we have a lot of business. Right. And you do want to know about everything, good and bad. So if I'm a restaurant owner and I'm trying to make sure I'm maximizing that, that FOMO we talked about that people who are not there may be feeling, uh, are there any other tech-driven services that you would recommend to me? Uh, now, here's, here's how I think. Depending on the size of the operation and what you're trying to achieve is what I would say put in. 
one thing I've learned, and, and again, Comcast has helped me, and I mean that literally, uh, of running my business because I have had people listen to where I want to be in my business. Yes, I want to make money, and yes, I want to do this, but is it a phone line? Is it connectivity? Is it, is it office management? Is it services that I'm going to use? Is it instant feedback on gratification of hum systems? You know, we, we literally can tell you by having connectivity in my restaurant, when I drop a check to you, I can tell you exactly how your experience is going based on the five questions that you put into that technology or that, that iPad or that, um, that smartphone saying how your dinner is going. I know the server that you have. I know the drinks that you're ordering. Now, years ago, it would take 27 minutes to order a bottle of wine. On a, on a menu on an iPad now, it takes three minutes. And to reorder it, the server has, has much more use uh, and more table side visit than they do when they're running back and forth to a kitchen. So it really depends on the size of the operation, what you're trying to achieve. And you need somebody that understands your business to be able to say, well, you know what? This could be uh, a managed service that, that you need. And again, I, I will say this. We have operations inside the Pentagon, a big restaurant in Vegas, and they are two completely different animals. So one would need, one would need the phone service, one would need high-speed uh, Ethernet, you know, all these things that, that the Pentagon I cannot have because it's a restricted area. So um, you know, when you get somebody that, that looks at your business and says, well, listen, I could help you uh, on your scheduling, I could help you on your inventory control, your management, your food ordering, your scheduling, that's what I would look at. There's not one thing fits every restaurant or every hotel chain. They're all unique. And it's having somebody that understands your business and where you want to be and how you can grow with that connectivity. That's what you want. It, it's hard to think of two more uh, different locations for a restaurant, I think, at least in the U.S. than the Pentagon in, in Las Vegas. I love that, uh, that concept. Right. And, and the, the coolest thing about that is, you know, one, one being the Pentagon, Everything goes through a server that, you know, is monitored and, and for obvious reasons when I say the Pentagon and we deal with DOD. But then you look at uh, the Vegas where I may have food coming in from a, a daily fish order from Hawaii, you know, which we get. So I would order fish the night before and the morning, the following morning, I have fresh, fresh fish from Hawaii on my dock. Uh, no paper trail. It's all electronic. And they know what I want, and it's immediate. Instead of picking up the phone, somebody making a mistake, and me getting the wrong fish. I don't have time for that. You know, we, we're serving hundreds, hundreds of thousands of people a year, and, and that's important to me. I don't want to waste money. I don't want to waste time. And I don't want to rely on human error. Right. A running theme of a lot of the things you're, you're talking about is connectivity and the importance of it to running a restaurant. Just how crucial is that? In running a restaurant, I, I think again, and I said, if you've looked at, at technology change over the years, we as guests, what do we want when we walk into a restaurant, right? We've got to think of the guest experience. You know, what do I want? I want great food, of course I do. I want great service, but I want to tell the world that I'm doing it. And again, we live in that voyeuristic world of how can I get one over on my best friend? <laughs> You know, I'm doing this that they're not doing. Uh, re reliable, high-quality internet service for back and front, dedicated lines. You know, I don't, want, I don't want somebody in the front of the restaurant 
tweeting or typing or, or sending pictures that's going to interrupt my flow in the kitchen. You know, so I think back office, dedicated line to back office and front office and the guest experience. And when we take kids to a restaurant, if you imagine five years ago, the average family had one or two devices. You know, when, when we go to a restaurant, all of these kids and the parents have smartphones or iPads, and we have to have a system that can carry that. The iPad and, and the iPhone or smartphones have become babysitters when we're in restaurants. They become our mobile <laughs> office. So, so you, have to, you have to have a system that can carry that, that load itself and grow. Because let's face it, as technology changes, these, these, uh, the carriers have to get smarter and look at, okay, I'm a small 275-seat restaurant. That's not small, by the way. But how do, I, how do I, if everybody gets on their phone, how do I service that? And in four years from now, what's going to happen to that? And what, you know, right now we talk about uh, paperless systems. Um, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen next. And I've been saying this for the longest time in different countries around the world. We pay out with, with servers with cash. Eventually, that's going to be a credit card to a server that works in my restaurant. And their tips are going to be put on that. The IRS are going to love that because they'll, they'll be able to track more money. Uh, but that's another service that, that the the system is going to have to carry. So I think to run a restaurant is easier now with technology than it ever has been counting things by hand or trying to figure it out in your head. And uh, I, I can tell you doing 180 restaurants, 183 restaurants with Restaurant Impossible and fixing those restaurants um, and putting technology. And, and, and it's as simple as you can start. I remember Paul's bowling, uh, bar and bowling alley in New Jersey. 63 years of a, of a restaurant and bar, and not, not one uh, piece of technology, not even with a bowling alley. Imagine <laughs> writing, right? Yeah, and there are two bowling alleys and writing the, the scores down by hand. I put iPads in there and I asked the guy, and this is the, the honest to God truth. I said, okay, so how do you market? Well, we just word of mouth. I said, I'll tell you what, I want you to, here's a computer, I want you to give me a PL. Here's a, an iPad. I want you to, to send me a message on social media. And, and here's an iPhone. I want you to, to um, do me a video and send it out to the world on my, on my social media. It took him 13 hours to do that. <laughs> and I filmed the whole thing. So that poor here's guy. What happened. And yeah, but here's what happened. About uh, eight weeks after we shot the actual show, he went and did, hey, do you want, we're going to do a viewing party of this, uh, the show we just shot. And he sent out on social media a, a tag, hey, listen, come to Paul's uh, um, bar and bowling. We're going to have uh, TVs and dinner outside and, and the bar and food. And he got such an overwhelming response. He called me in a panic. He said, <laughs> oh, my goodness, I did this. And now everybody's here. You know, so it's a great social media tool. It's a great marketing tool. It's, um, it's great for your office. It keeps things in check and, and balances. You can set up auto policies and all these things. So it really, it, I'm going to say, I will never change my business only when technology changes and gets faster and more inventive. And I've seen it in my, in my growth of my business. So I, I'm that living guy. That, and, and I will tell you, Paul, and this is a true story, used an abacus to count his money. That tells you how, how some small mom and pop business is still 
to try to survive today. Right. And, you know, small business, no matter what business you're in, and we're talking about the hospitality business, but what about the garage business, the fuel business, the, you know, look, at, look around what has changed, the pumps to, to, to dispense fuel. And uh, now we're doing medication online. We're doing um, Skype doctor visits from country to country, not from state to state. I, you know, I was in Sri Lanka a couple of weeks ago, a couple of months ago, FaceTiming my wife in the United States of America like a, she was next door. We had become so used to technology, the, the younger generation, and it's the older generation, i.e. me, that have had to change to, to embrace that. Right. And I thought of the story you mentioned of, of kids needing iPads in the restaurant. We've all had that experience of, of you ha- you're with a kid of a certain age and you realize the iPad is your best friend. But then you look around and you see that there's a kid at every table doing that. And oh, yeah, that would use a fair amount of bandwidth. So that's something you need to be ready to accommodate. Right. Exactly. And if you don't, I, and if you don't do that, people, people will find elsewhere to go that they feel more comfortable that their kids or, or you know, Think about this. Years ago, cash, credit cards, look how that has changed. We now don't go up to a cash register. We pay at the table with a credit card. The credit card doesn't leave, for the most part, our hands. It's done at the table side. So right. it's convenience uh, to us, um, which, is, which is a great, you know, a great thing. Oh, I don't have to get up now and go to a cash register. I can just pay with a server or pay a machine that's on the table. Right. So what, what advice do you have for a restaurant owner who is uh, adapting to those changes uh, in all those areas that we talked about that they might like to do to emulate a successful, connected business model? For me, I would say, listen, I know it's scary. Technology is scary to a lot of people. And I remember starting it myself. You're like, oh, well, I've done it for, you know, however many years. Why do I need it? Well, here's why you need it. Because if you don't, you'll probably be out of business very quickly because those that are embracing technology are thriving. Why? Because they've invited somebody that understands the hospitality or restaurant business to look at your business, listen to what you have to say and where you want to be, and, and they help you with that technology. Get somebody that you trust, and I know that's a hard word, trust because somebody has tried to sell you something before that um, maybe didn't work for you. But if you, if you invite somebody and have a cup of coffee, let them look at your business and say, well, you know what? You could benefit from the Wi-Fi, the back office, the managed services, um, earth and internet, depending on what your business is. Um, and it doesn't cost a lot of money. And people have this, oh, you know, it's going to cost me a fortune to, to get technology into my restaurant or to my business. Right. It does not. The return on the investment of what you spend is way, way better for you. I mean, I know from a timing standpoint that you can spend time with your customers instead of trying to figure out where you messed up or why this fish didn't come in or why, you know. Uh, I would say find somebody you trust that's in a technology business to come and sit down with you go through your business, look at what you want or that the Joneses down the road have that you want in your business to help you thrive and let somebody guide you through that if you're afraid. 
And when you think about it from a, a customer perspective, in your experience, what, what is it that, that they are looking for uh, these days in terms of customer experience? Well, when you walk into a restaurant, you want great food. You want to be able to, to get in and out quickly. You want the food to come the way you want it um, and be able to communicate with whether it's a, a business lunch, whether it's a dinner with your wife and kids. You want to have a good time in a, in a timely fashion. And, and Wi-Fi is a part of the dining experience, whether we like it or not. It's, it's with us every day. It's convenient. As I said, we, we've gone through the whole process of whether I'm the chef in the back ordering food or whether I'm the customer uh, sitting there with, an, with a, an iPad menu. And we see it more and more in airports. They don't do it very well, by the way, because the servers are not trained. But I know that when you, when you have an iPad, that you can pick a menu item and you type it in yourself nowadays, the server doesn't even touch that. That experience is far superior than they stood by the side of you talking to you and making sure you get what you want at the time you want it in a timely fashion. Because now we run on speed. We don't dine for three hours anymore. We come in, we're in and out within 45 to an hour, and we want to be connected. Even though I'm having lunch and talking to you right in front of me, I'm connected to the rest of the world. And I think that is one of the most important things that connectivity does. It keeps us in contact with the world that moves around us while we're sitting, having lunch or dinner or, or with our family. Of all the things that you've talked about uh, with technology changing the way restaurants and businesses are run, I think uh, calculating your own bowling score is the one that was most frightening, <laughs> most upsetting to me. Well, it's the quickest way to cheat, right? <laughs> well, that's true. I, yeah, you just got to really know how to know how to score. I guess that's my problem. Yeah, I will say that um, the restaurants which I have come across and the hotels and smartness. Uh, I mean, now when we think about traveling, and I travel 345 days a year. There are hotels now, you check in online, your key is actually on your, on your smartphone. You don't have to literally see anybody when you get in at three o'clock in the morning. You can go straight to the room, it says room 324. You use your, your smartphone to open the door. It lets the front office know that you're in, so you get a wake-up call in the morning, whatever you need. Um, some people say, well, technology is, is going too fast. Well, you know what? If you want to be in business nowadays, technology is fast. TV is fast. Um, and you've got to be with it to stay, to stay with those folks. You've got to stay ahead of the game. Well, thank you so much. You've given us a, a number of ways that I think restaurant owners and other small business owners uh, can find a way to, to keep up. So we've learned about a number of the ways those businesses can leverage technology to support both back office operations and front-end customer connectivity expectations. So that concludes this episode of our Connections to Growth podcast series. Thank you again, Robert. I appreciate it, sir. Thanks for the interview and uh, all the small business owners out there. Go out and don't be afraid. Try something different and listen to those people that know your business or know technology. Excellent advice. Thank you to our listeners. It is National Small Business Week, a time when the country takes a moment to recognize the critical contributions America's entrepreneurs and small business owners make to impact their communities. More than half of Americans either own or work for a small business, and they create about two out of every three new jobs in the U.S. each year. Comcast Business believes that small businesses help communities stay vibrant, 
That's why we've gathered subject matter experts to educate small business owners on the ways that leveraging the right technology to connect with customers, connect employees, and to connect operational systems can help their businesses be more productive and profitable during Small Business Week and beyond. For more from our Connections to Growth podcast series, visit comcastbusiness.com slash community to discover content, advice, and insights from our network of business and technology experts, all designed to help you grow your business.